Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weed and now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Everybody and welcome in to the Penny Bloom podcast. Today we continue. Winter is blooming. A Game of Thrones rewatch podcast by us, the Penny Bloom podcast. Today is season five, episode two, The House of Black and White, written by D and D David Benioff and D B Weiss, and directed by Michael Slovis. Once again. Uh, he also did the season five premiere. I am Colton Robertson, and I am joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie? Oh, what up? What up? It was a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. Let me ask: Did you feel like there was a certain upgrade in quality in this one, as far as okay. visual? I was gonna say the same thing. I was watching this on my TV, and I'm like, man, I don't know if they upgraded the streaming service or like what. But it just looks so much more clear than every, like, I don't know, the, just, it was, it was so much more vibrant and like, it was, it was I don't a know. different vibe. Uh, yeah. I, I'm interested to see it like just a, even from the first episode of this season, the wars to come, uh, same director, mm-hmm. uh, same cinematographer. There was something different. I, they like, did something else, didn't they? Like this episode yeah. was so much better looking than the first yeah. one. I don't, I don't know yeah, what the yeah. hell happened there. Um, maybe like they just upgraded the cameras. I don't know. Maybe new <laughs> camera technology. What what year is this? Like maybe 4K just ca- came out or something. Yeah, right. Like I have no idea. But I, I'm glad I, I'm glad I'm not yeah. crazy because I was like. There are a few things in this. I'm like, man, this episode looks good. And then, like, it, like, Nicolaj Coaster Waldo, like, for some reason, I'm like, he just looks way, like, just sexier for some reason. Oh, like, dude. it's just, it, like, just hot the way. Like, and he's yeah. also, like, supposed to look hot as fuck in this one. That's you know, true. like, that, the yeah. way that girl's like, oh, shit, that's like, Jamie fucking Jamie Lannister. Fucking oh, Lannister. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't know what it was. Yeah. Um, I just something. there was something there was something different about it, and I really really enjoyed the way this one looked. But uh, mm-hmm. I think it'll definitely fare better than the first one, despite there not being that much more that happens. You know, there were a couple things that are pretty big, yeah. um, and one thing in particular that makes me very very happy. But uh, regardless, if you are ready, I am ready to oh, dive on in. Oh yeah, I'm ready. I got I got the shirt on today. I got oh the, yeah, the, got the John Snow. It. It's in there somewhere, the Lord Commander line. Yeah, I don't 998th know. Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. There somewhere. But I once upon a time had the has. very same shirt. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll kick off this episode in Bravos, wherein mm-hmm. uh, Arya's sailor friend, Ternicio Terris, uh, they arrive at Bravos, and Arya is at first scared by the horn blown by the man inside the Titan of Bravos. Which is kind of kick ass. It's kind of just like a, like a watchtower, basically, yeah. just in the shape of a man. Uh, mm-hmm. that's kind of baller. You know, the, the mythos around it, like the, you know, they say that he'll step down and destroy our enemies. <laughs> and then he blows into the horn and she's like, Oh, fuck. And he's like, Yeah, yeah, I got your ass. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, no, that, that's a sick way to just come into a city too. Like, I mean, oh yeah. Just, if we're doing shots of the episode, I mean, that was probably it. It's hard not to pick mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, there's a few. There's some goodies in this one though. You know, especially like when we get to like uh, Dorn. Uh, the oh. the water gardens are fucking so good. The, oh yeah. Yeah, they, uh, but nevertheless, uh, the two of them then arrive at the house of black and white on a little boat. And, uh, Arya's like, Oh, thanks a lot, man. That was real nice of you. And he's like, Hey, literally any other person would have done it. You, you had the, you had the magic coin and you said the magic word. So, uh, that's tight. Like, I don't think that exists anywhere on earth. Like anything like that, you know, like a whole country. If you just have one coin, it's un- like uh, no question about it. You just give transport to the house of the black and white. Like, just you got to do it. It's just a duty. You it would be follow. interesting if something like this does exist anywhere on Earth, because it would be like, you know, how how much of a secret it. And I'll always be interested in this, as far as the Game of Thrones mythos is concerned. Mm-hmm. How much does everyone know about what goes on? In That's the house true. of black and white. Because it, they worship the many face God. So it's like a religion. And I'm assuming yeah. like people in Bravos just, just treated like a you know. church. Yeah. Hey, and they probably know like if you want someone dead, you go to them, they get it done no matter what. So it mm. might just be like a fear thing. It might just be like, oh shit, you know, they, they had this, they kill people. They told us if anyone gives you this coin, you gotta bring them here. That's it's true. Like we do eventually. Process we do eventually see people like coming in there to pray, like just people inside mm-hmm. praying at yeah. altars and stuff. So yeah, I guess yeah, it's just like, know. maybe it's a temple like at first, but then like, like who knows how long the, what do you call the mini fit? Like the no one, pe- like, do they have it? Just the mini, mini the face men? men, faceless men. There you go. I knew there was something to it, but yeah, maybe, maybe like they, they weren't a thing forever and that just was like a super old religion and then they just took i don't know but it, it seems like it's like their headquarters and like a church at like the same time yeah um, no, it certainly but, holds a significance to i mean the entirety of bravos if this yeah. is something yeah. that any bravosi man will do uh but nevertheless Arya lingers outside for a while waiting for admittance but is rejected by an elderly man uh, despite showing the coin Jock and Agar had given her and mentioning their prior association, she's like, I'm looking for Jock and Agar. And Jock and Agar is like, there's nobody by that name here. Yeah. Um, and Arya's like, please, please let me in. I have nowhere else to go. And the man replies, you have anywhere else to go. Uh, yeah. Just so mysterious. I love, like, this Arya. This is my favorite, maybe one of my favorite storylines in all of the show is just the, the road Arya goes on down here. And that's, she got my character nod just from the start of all of this. Like I, I absolutely love it. And like later on in the streets, like with the, the guys that we'll get to a little later, like she's just, she's coming into her own now. Like she's not afraid of, of anyone anymore. Um, and yeah, I just, I love, this is one of my favorite storylines for sure. And like, it's, I love that. No, You'd be, uh, somewhat alone in that. And, and a lot of, uh, a lot of, you know, the, the thing that ever made me want to start a podcast period, the first podcast I ever listened to was a Game of Thrones podcast. Hmm. Um, and I was like, ah, oh, I've always wanted to be in radio. I've always wanted to do journalism. Let's just do a podcast. You know, like, uh, that, that'd be fun as fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
the the dudes who hosted that was oysters, clams, and cockles for anybody interested. They do a whole lot of shit. What a name! That's awesome. It comes. It becomes relevant soon. It's what uh, Aria yells when she's walking through the streets: "Oysters, clams, and cockles." And they remixed the song. It's Ross Bolin and uh, Barrett. Something. Uh, Regardless, uh, this is not a storyline that they they enjoyed a whole lot, or pretty Mm. much anyone who listened to it enjoyed a lot. It seemed like they uh, they accepted calls and everything. Were like, yeah, I don't know, I don't really dig it. Just takes forever. It takes too long. I disagree completely. You know, I I love this storyline. I think it's one that uh, you know, it 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 gains a certain. It gains something else once you know what she goes on to do. Mm-hmm. But even so, like just the forging of her into a weapon is like super fucking cool to watch. I love training montages and she basically just yeah. does like a whole season time. and a half long training montage. Yeah. That's just all she does. And it's just the uh, mystery of it too. So much mm-hmm. like they don't, they don't really bother to explain a whole lot of it. It's just like you got to mm-hmm. accept, accept it. And I'd say like the wall. Is probably like I, I enjoy the the wall like right a lot more right now. Like just if anything's happened at the wall with John, that's probably yeah. where I'm going right now. But right. this is probably number two. Like actually, um, and yeah, I, I don't know. It's just the mystery, the the training of it. Like it's just mm. like if I was put in Game of Thrones universe, this is where I'd want to go. Like I, I'd right. want to go over to Bravos and and become just an absolute killing machine and. Mm. I don't know. I I love Jack and Agar. The little theme too. The little boom, boom, like the little soft, like yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know yeah. what instrument that is, but oh no, I just I love everything about it. Um, no, so I would say yeah, I would definitely say that the wall is where my favorite story is happening right now. Like season five, because it's mostly this, the wall and beyond, with you know the White Walkers and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marine, pretty pretty turbulent. Yeah. scene in uh marine right now and dorn uh, and the way that affects king's landing and the kind of back and forth that those have and uh because this is also the season that brings us the rise of the high sparrow um in fact i mm-hmm. think the next episode is called the high sparrow it um, is indeed yeah. so we're gonna meet him here soon so like uh there oh. there's a lot that happens in this season um that is critical to how this show takes shape in its final season. So it's, it's kind of cool to see it take those first steps here. Mm-hmm. Uh, most specifically in this episode, you know, it's the first time Danny faces any sort of public scrutiny from the populace at large, which we see eventually she doesn't handle great. Um, yeah. we, we see Aria start her steps towards faceless men. We see John ascend to the role of a leader. Like, there's all sorts of shit that we're getting the first little touches of, and I, I love I love that. But uh, yeah, realize this is Arya's first character, not I think. Um, ah, scrolling through, and I I don't know. I maybe I'm missing one, but I don't I think she's. According to my sheet here, she's gotten she, two. Let's see, where am I? She's got a performance. I see that was back in season. Two. Let's see. Maybe you, you gave, gave her one, one in ah, season you, one, episode ah, three. Tavares gave Arya one, um, and I gave her one in season two, ah, episode right. five. Okay, okay, yeah, never mind. Um, yeah, season, so this is her. Oh, second. Okay. I think. I think she's still. But, she might still be looking for a performance nod. Uh, no, she got. We we gave her one at some point, but 
Regardless, yeah, yeah she's she's. I was just wrong about that. No, but uh, she's been again, a while. Like, yeah. she's only gotten two character nods and one performance nod. So Arya Stark and Macy Williams in that role has gotten exceedingly little mm-hmm. uh, recognition on on our on our show so far because this is when she really starts to come into her own and become more prominent. You know, she's kind of just been making her way so far, but this mm-hmm. is when. The whole, st- I know she's had storylines dedicated to her, but she's been connected to all these like massive characters at different points. You know, mm-hmm. she was with Tywin for like an entire fucking season, the Hound and Brienne and all this. And now basically she's the focal point, uh, for, for her storyline. And I, I really appreciate that. Um, but, uh, yeah, Arya waits outside the house for what seems like days. You know, she yeah. just kind of sits there. Um, reciting the names of the people she's going to kill, yeah, which has it. been condensed. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. she's she is under the impression that the hound is dead. So, yeah. like, uh, or was like, he even going to be on her list anymore? You know, like, it, whenever, um, did she still want to kill him? Like after what all they've been through, you know, like did I, don't I think thought she there was did. a, I thought there was a line that the hound was like, "Aren't I on your little list or whatever?" and and then Arya was, I don't know, maybe there wasn't. And it, it he wasn't says that as he's dying, supposedly. Ah. He's like, uh, no, go ahead. Another name off your little list. That's right. That's what uh, it was. And, okay. and she's, she just doesn't respond. So like, uh, I think she's, she's either given up on the idea of killing the hound because she doesn't want to or because she's, he was in a pretty bad way last she saw. Yeah. Um, she's expecting that man's probably dead already, but it's become Cersei Mountain. Marin Trant, and who else? There's one more. Ilan Payne. Ilan Payne. Okay, yeah. Um, we are not far off from uh some of those. Um, because the mountain that's that's by the Hound himself, right? Yes. On the stairs. Well, um, uh, he's basically a zombie at this point. He's basically already dead. Yeah, um, true. Just a walking corpse, but uh. Marin Trant and I've told I've, yeah I've I've built up the Marin Trant death for you for a couple seasons and if you can't remember how it's one of my favorites uh I'm still blank yeah I, oh, I'm dude. still blank. yeah we're not I don't think we're far off from that now it's either wow. it's either this season or next um but uh yeah she eventually gives up tosses the way the coin into the water and wanders the streets of Bravos and while hunting for pigeons which she quite deftly just slices one's head off Uh, yeah she's like dope gonna cook me a bird tonight here across the narrow sea living my life doing stuff that i don't really want to be doing but hey i'm here gotta do what i gotta do uh put the pigeon in the kill list by the way an uh, official kill an official kill here still no holders this season um but we do have i guess one uh, kill we will not get a Hodor this season as Bran Stark really, is not, not in this in. season. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, might as well just put zeros in there. Might as well just black out this season there. But yeah, that's, that's sad. No, yeah, no Bran. I don't think for this entire season. Uh, yeah. Cause it's season six that they come back around, but, uh, mm-hmm. okay. That's right. Yeah, there will not be a single Hodor in season five, which really puts a damper on that counter. Uh, we're yeah. we're gonna have a tough time with that one. Uh, we'll we'll get uh, we'll get a lot when it comes to the the yeah. episode. Yeah, uh, they'll make up for an entire season's worth, I'm sure, <laughs> uh, at some point. But uh, yeah, it's it's 
when she kills this pigeon, she encounters several young dudes who threaten to take her food and uh, her sword that can go for quite a pretty penny, uh, as mm. they say. And she's like, all right, come get it. You know, yeah. we were very close to getting a few more kills, methinks. Um, yeah. But it's they... almost a line there, too, where she was like, it's not worth anything to dead men or like something. Yeah, you know, something bars. Like, that. like, oh, my God. Yeah, she's. Well, she's and then she's real proud of herself whenever they like get scared and run away. And she's like, yeah, that's what I thought. And then she turns and he, uh, the dude from the house of black and white's like, come on now, you got this. Uh, yeah, tosses her the coin and is like, think you forgot this. Uh, so like, is it the robe that they recognize as like a faceless man, you know? And that's why they run off or like, do they know that face? Yeah. Just I'm that, curious like, about that. Um, yeah. I think. I'm guessing that's the face they know, which makes me think that they don't know exactly what the house of house of black and white is about. Because mm-hmm. if that's the face that he goes out in public in and they see and are like, Oh, okay, never mind, we don't fuck with that. Um maybe there's like a mythos around this guy and through the streets yeah, of Bravos, he's just you a know. Bravosian killer. Well, like yeah, and furthermore if there's been like a head of the house of black and white the way we'll call him jock and agar even though that's not his name mm-hmm. uh like jock and is now how long have these faces stayed within the house of black and white like what if this face uh, is the face of a man who's appeared for hundreds of years yeah. on bravos you know like, like then that. you go okay no i don't fuck with that guy you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah. uh-huh because i mean yeah, they, so- they all been- instantly jetted mm-hmm. they were like no out of here um that makes sense no if it's just like a yeah this dude just doesn't seem to die and he just kills anyone that he wants so yeah we we're running um yeah hmm. no i uh yeah. I, I i'm always intrigued by it and this season is going to bring us a lot of fun speculation about the house of black and white um so i'm very very excited about it but uh aria demands of the man to divulge his his identity and he returns her the coin she threw in the water and he peels off his face and reveals the man Arya knew as Jockin. and she goes so you are Jockinagar what the fuck man and uh he's like a man is not Jockinagar and Arya's like uh then who the fuck are you and uh this is my line of the episode no one mm. and that is what a girl must become god so cool it's just everything about this story i don't know how people don't like it like what like i guess it is a little slow sure maybe like it takes like, it takes a while she's she does this for two seasons yeah yeah but i mean you don't become I love a, a slow burn bro night. i don't care i like a slow burn Mm-hmm. no it's it's like a kind of like a a 36 chamber Shaolin kind of training mod. You yeah, know, you, you slowly climb up. You don't just, you don't, you're not just a master or like a, you know, or just like an assassin. You don't overnight. just join the 35th chamber, you know? You don't just all of a sudden gain these force abilities or whatever the fuck they were cooking with up there. Yeah. Um, yeah. You gotta, you gotta work it. And, you gotta, and yeah. you gotta. But yeah, it's, I don't know, the, the House of Black and White itself, like just, how like center centered it was and like how Arya like just the shots when Arya was in front of it just looked so good too. Um, and then like the, the like s- slow sweep across of like Jack and peeling his face off and like it, he peels it yeah. off right when it's behind Arya, you know, and like, Oh, it was just, it was sick. Yeah. I just, 
I don't know. I, I don't know how people don't like this. I love everything about this storyline. Like just Jackin or no one, um, if you want to call him that, is just probably one of the coolest characters in the entire show for me. Like just most oh, intriguing. Absolutely. Like he's just so mysterious. But but yeah. Sorry, I was looking at the uh, the like soundtrack covers because they. I knew that one of them is like a faceless man reference. Mm. Um. And it caught my eye for the first time. Uh, one of the faces on the covers is Pedro Pascal, who hasn't been in the show for like two seasons. And that's, that's the season six cover. Um, the other ones are John, Daenerys, Rob Stark, Sansa Stark, and Cersei. And then they've just got fucking Oberyn Martell right there in the middle, which I think is fucking hilarious. Uh, that they're like, yeah, he made his fucking impact. Everybody wants some more Oberyn Martell. Um, yeah. That was probably fuel for the Reddit boards too. Like they, cause season six was the first one that was off book and you know, ah. they put the soundtrack out at the beginning of the season or something and they've got Pedro Pascal on it and they're like, Oh shit. Are the faceless men about to fuck it? Doesn't have yeah, anything to do with it, which is though. hilarious. Yeah. Um, but sorry, a little tangent there, but, uh, that concludes the story in Bravos for now. Uh, we, mm-hmm. we will return quite frequently over the next couple seasons, but, uh, we are next in the Flatlands, further south, where Tyrion and Varys are departing from Pentos mm-hmm. in a large wheelhouse pulled by many horses. And Tyrion remains quite uh, despondent, as he uh, as he promised he would be, continuing to drink himself to death. And uh, there's a there's a bu- like any time Varys and Tyrion are interacting, there's just a fuck ton of lines that are being oh. traded that are fucking fantastic yeah. well, you might um, consume some solid food at the you know at, at one point there's a maybe. Bug. yeah <laughs> like there's a uh, bug well god forbid you you eat um but uh he's like did i not am i not doing what i told you i would do you know like uh that, that whole interaction to do, dude yeah uh they're oh they're so good so good he's together. like where are we even going bro he's like we're going here he's like but i thought we were going to marine what's there the road to marine uh and Varys points out that Tyrion, he you know he starts being complimentary he's trying to boost him up a little bit get him back into the swing of things he's like you were an effective ruler you know He's like, uh, no, I was just some fucking guy, you know. I was still a servant. And he's like, nah, you were, you were good at it though, you know. Mm-hmm. E- even, even so, uh, and he, Tyrion gets real sad thinking back to Shay, talking mm-hmm. about how you know she asked me to leave, and I didn't. I didn't want to. I liked it too much. I liked the mm-hmm. power. Yeah. Um, and you know, they, even they as enjoyed, a servant, yeah, I just. It was nice here. He, I don't know. Yeah. He, he did well like that, and and like even Varys brings up like as hand like how well he did as hand for like the short time he had it. He was like, yeah, you you kind of kind of kick ass at, at doing that, man. He's like, ah, whatever. You know, I was just yeah. you know, I was just doing my thing. He's real. He's real down. You know, there's mm-hmm. not a lot you can say to this guy to make him not feel bad about himself right now. But uh, yeah, they they talk about how they enjoyed accumulating power. Uh, but they also wall themselves off from people like mm. hiding inside of a large carriage as they are now. Uh, but deep down, they were never satisfied being separate from society and having some sort of power makes them feel like they've they've got it down. Mm. Um, and Tyrion is he's not, you know, he he's still despondent. He's he's still fucked up. And 
Uh, he continues to insist that he's tired of being confined in this box. And Varys again warns him that he must remain hidden because Cersei has promised a lordship to any man who brings her his head. And he responds, yeah. he should off, she should offer her cunt. The best part of her for the best part of me. Thank you for saying it for me. I was still, yes, I was still a little yeah. iffy on it, but yeah, that's my line for the episode. I was literally while watching, taking a sip of water and it, it got me to spit take. It got me to actually spit. I, I don't know. I was just, I wasn't expecting it. And I just, it was more of like a shock and a laugh kind of at the same oh, yeah. time. It's such a strong word. And I know that it's like used all the time in this show, yeah. but it's, oh, like, yeah. I feel like it'd been a from little like bit. The hound. If it's yeah. from the hound, it's expected completely. I don't know. Like it's just, that's just his normal vocabulary, but Tyrion, I don't know. I feel like it's, it's kind of rare that he yeah. says that. Um, but yeah, I was just, I thought it was just hilarious and it, it got me to spit out my water. So I, I put it immediately down as my line. Yeah. She um, should offer her cunt the best part of her for the best part of me. Uh, but uh, Tyrion scoffs and rhetorically asks if Cersei is going to kill every dwarf in the world in the hope of eventually catching him. And that is when we smash cut. Top severed head of yet another dwarf in the in the Crownlands, and her uh, her offer of a lordship for Tyrion's head has indeed motivated people to start killing any dwarf they can find and try to pass it off as Tyrion, even having carved a, a, a scar on his mm. face, likely after they killed him. Um, I, I love the idea that these dudes are like, "Yo, what if she doesn't know what her brother looks like?" Um, yeah, well. I mean, it's it's like a dead head, you know. It's like maybe after you die, you look a little different. She just won't think about it, and she'll yeah. just want her brother to be dead so bad that she'll be like, "Yeah, definitely, for sure." But yeah, no, it's not like she's just literally seen him his entire life. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I mean, like, yeah, you know, she she won't recognize. No, no. Cersei's like, "Are y'all fucking kidding me?" Uh, and they're like, "I'm sorry, ma'am." And everyone's ready. To, like everyone in the room besides them is ready to kill these guys for trying to, uh, you know pull a fast one on the on the queen and cersei is like don't don't i don't want anybody to be afraid to not to keep bringing me heads you know kill as many as pe people will die that's just how these things work that collateral um, damage whatever yeah oh yeah she's like Boom. get rid of it and kyburn's like if i may ma'am i would like to experiment upon the hand as as much as i possibly can it could be good for some of my experiments uh at many points throughout the show, I wonder if we could watch him, like, take enough body parts at some point to, like, build his own human, you know? Like, I wonder if that's where he's, like, if that's what he's trying to cook, you know? Yeah, just as another zombie, sort of the mountain, but with a dwarf head. And... Like, he's Dr. Frankenstein in this hoe. He's just trying to sew it onto a body and put yeah. a few bolts in the neck and like... bring it to life. Yeah, I guess no. I was thinking he had part of Jamie's arm, but Jamie was like, "Nah, you're not taking any more. Like you just you're gonna carterize yeah. this instead of." I yeah, that's he had one like hand, maybe that's one hand. Did he have the hand? Yeah, I think he did. Oh no, he could. Yeah, because it was tied around his neck at some point, uh, okay. and he walked back into camp with it. But I imagine by the time it got to Kyburn, it was rather fucked. Um, True. Yeah, I don't know. Kyburn's a, a special dude, though. He can. Yeah. He's got to fix. I actually, uh, as despicable and disgusting as these two are, I absolutely adore that Cersei and Kyburn found like their their buddy. You know, like they're like, yeah, this is my dude. You know, like uh, he's mm -hmm. almost as sick and sadistic as I am. You know, mm -hmm. sort of shit. Uh, 
Um, yeah, you don't get kicked out of the out of being a, a maester at King's Landing if you do this shit. Like, I, I guess while Cersei's around, you know, it's like, eh, could be useful. You know, I think that's kind of the only, maybe the only part of Westeros or Essos that that Kyburn mm. can really do his thing. Um, yeah, they just they found their pair. You know, they're they work well together. Um, they certainly do. Both just a little fucked up, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but uh, we then head to uh, to Cersei summoning Jamie. Uh, Jamie walks in all, fuck yeah, here we go. Got a summons from the queen. What's up, ma'am? And she's like, check this shit out. Uh, uh, unveils a gift from Dorne, an ornately carved viper with Princess Marcella's unique Lannister pendant mm-hmm. suspended from its fangs. How and... many times do you think it took to get that shot? of the box opening. There's a little piece of trivia in here um, that they, just so that they could all fall at the same time, apparently. Maybe on a one oh, state up. Yeah, it kind of like that, unfolds. Yeah. It like, it's like that Grand Budapest Hotel uh, box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I assume uh, uh, quite a great deal. Um it took them 15 times just to man. get that. Yeah, I guess. That's funny. Um, I, yeah, I didn't think about it while watching. And then I guess, yeah, oh, you, want it, you want it to look you want it Just to look all, satisfying. All uniform and, and scare. I don't know. Nice, but... Michael Slovis is a bit of a perfectionist, it would seem. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like it, though. I like it. It paid off. Didn't even notice, you know? Uh, it probably would have bothered me if they didn't all fall at That's the same true. time, you know? I probably mm-hmm. would have stood out and I'd have been like, that oh, doesn't feel right. They should have gotten it to fall at the same time, you know? So, hats off to you. I'm going to give you some respect on that, Mr. Slovis. Last threat though, as well. This is like oh, super cool. Sick. I also love that Jamie's like, "This is a threat," uh, and Cersei's like, "Fucking no duh, yeah." Uh, Did you already know what was in the box. Does she open it before and then close it back oh, up and for Jamie to open together? it? I didn't even think about that. How'd you know what was in there? Yes. Yeah, so I guess she yeah, opened she it. Made and it then... all nice and neat for the reveal. That's all. Yeah. Um, She's that's one for the theatrics. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they, it was Jamie's. Like, oh my god, they're threatening our daughter! Like, yeah, no shit, Jamie. Like, what else do you think that could be? And you know, we were talking about how like vulnerable the Lannisters are because just Tywin's not there. And then literally next episode, boom, your daughter. Like, we're, yeah, like, like we're we're gonna like, kill, we're gonna kill you. Uh, we're gonna mm-hmm. kill everything you love. And uh, this scene, it's pretty hard not to give Lena Headey the performance nod. If uh, I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah i did too i did too I did. Uh, okay awesome yeah no it was it just stood out and it was like wow no she's she is she's so cersei like I, it's it's just uncanny how well she can get into character here um and i was i was give, if we both give lena hetty the performance that ties her for the lead ooh. with Tyrion, peter dinklage yeah uh in performance and she's deserving man like this is oh yeah She's fucking good, dog. Like uh this the the passion, the the intensity, the fire behind her eyes. Uh mm-hmm. you'd think they were threatening her daughter. You know what I'm saying? Like uh that's that's yeah. the vibe she's bringing. Um Yeah. Probably from this scene alone she gets it, but then even like in the small mm-hmm. council as well. Oh, like the small just, council is when yeah. it's just like fucking duh. Yeah, like it's there's mm-hmm. no doubt. Um but uh Cersei lashes out at Jamie for uh for him being like, shh, you know, you can't, can't yell that it's our son. You can't yell that it's our kid. Okay. That's, 
Mm-hmm. Our kids would be stoned in the street for that, you know? I, and she becomes quite incessant that, uh, you know, well, you've never been a father to any of the kids anyway, so fuck you. Uh, and he's like, if hey. I had, they'd been stoned in the streets. Uh, and she's like, eh, fuck you. Um, and he declares that he will fix the situation. He's like, I'm going to get this shit done. And so she's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you, Mr. Yeah, one man. man. At first, like, you're going to take an army. You're going to commit an act of war to get our daughter. No, I'm going to go to a dorm myself. You know, I'm going to I'm just going to go and get her. He's like, OK, for real. I don't think so. I don't know. It's just I, I like I knew he's going with Braun, but it was nicest for him to have. Like, he doesn't really get a lot of cuts at Cersei at all like Jamie like no. it's usually Cersei always winning every single conversation but but I know he he just walked out at the end there just like whoever said I was going alone you know, yeah taking a, I got this uh, Cersei with him I like sure. to think about I like to think about what Cersei's like response to that is like if they were to cut back to her like there's a couple moments with Jamie here um mm. in this episode where I remember being like uh they cut away right before what could potentially be the funniest part of the interaction um, mm. where Cersei, like if Cersei was to respond here and then in the next scene when uh, for they're at Castle Stokeworth with Bronn spending his time with uh, mm-hmm. with the somewhat vapid betrothed Lawless Stokeworth. They seem to be getting on pretty nicely, but uh, Lawless reminds Bronn that her older sister will get the castle when their mother dies, and he's like, ah, your sister's mean, and you're nice, and mean people always get what's coming to them. And he, like, looks off in the distance, and he goes, one way or another. You know, <laughs> he's like, I'm going to kill your sister at some point, so you don't mm-hmm. have anything to worry about. Yeah. Um, she's got no clue. And, like, she's just, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, bad things always, yeah, sure, that that sounds nice. Maybe she's, like, smiley. She's like, yeah, yeah. maybe, maybe one day, uh, but Your then, sister's uh, a real dick, though. Sounds like it. I don't know. Yeah, at least real. to her. I mean, that's a dude. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, pulling her hair. I forgot what else she said uh, that she did. They're grown um, fucking women, though. That's what's yeah, hilarious. That's, is that's that like you got to be? You got to be a real piece of shit adult to to do shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah there <laughs> is like I don't know what age it is, but there is like a you know you hate your siblings just because and then one morning siblings. you wake up like, and you go. This motherfucker's all right. You know, like, uh, I kind of fuck with you, dog. I don't know when that was, but. Uh, no, it, it happens, though. And at, at some point, you just go, like, you're fighting with a sibling. And then, like, the next day, you're about to fight. And then you're like, you know what? Nah, I don't think it's mm-hmm. worth all that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Happens well, happens to all of us. Uh, or I hope it does. Uh, but, uh it's at this point that they look ahead and find Jamie. Um, and lawless is like, who's that? And Brown's like, Jamie fucking Lannister. And, uh, I feel like there's a line that's, that's sort of like that. Not in this show, but like, um, Jamie fucking Lannister. Like, I, but it, I don't know. I don't know what it remind. It reminded me of some other line of someone else. Like, and they say first name, fucking last name, just yeah. like Braun did. And I, for the life of me, I can't get it. Um, I don't know. Maybe it'll hit. All I can think some. of is, is it's the fucking Catalina wine mixer. That's all I thought of. <laughs> Not uh, what I was thinking. Uh, but yeah, man. It could just be from like a TikTok or something yeah, stupid right. too. Maybe not even a movie or TV show, but um, 
man, I don't know. Just like the inflection uh, it's in his a voice. Bell, though. It's like, ringing a bell. Like it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to move on. It might hit me at some point, but right. Uh, but uh, yeah, he he sees them and <laughs> he gives Bronze some shit, and Bronze like, how about you know, Lawless is taken by Jamie quite quickly. Uh, immediately quite attracted <laughs> to him. Uh, and Bron's like, how about you run on up to the castle, love? How about you do that, okay? And uh, yeah, Bron was like, yeah, you are looking extra sexy with this clear-ass camera that we got now or whatever. Yeah, you know? no like, I don't know, like, like, You're looking hey. extra crisp today. That jawline's <laughs> a little different uh, than it was yeah. yesterday. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it sends Lawless running off and Jamie hands to Braun, uh, well, I love the interaction too. Braun's like, what's this fucking visit for? And he's like, what? And he's like, I, anytime any of you fucking Lannisters want to come talk to me, it's for something. Y'all don't just want to say hi, okay? Uh, what do you need? And, uh, he reveals that Cersei has reneged on her deal and offered Lawless's hand to Sir Willis Bracken. And he's like, what the fuck, man? I don't like this. And Jamie's like, don't worry. When we get back, I'll have a better girl and a better castle for you. Uh, and he's like, when we get back, where are we going? And this is the, this is the part where I think is super funny, uh, where they cut it. Jamie goes as far, as far South as South goes. And then they cut away. And I like to imagine Braun being like, so where the fuck are we going? You know, like, uh, <laughs> well, that didn't explain anything at all. Jamie, Jamie was feeling was feeling himself this yeah. episode. You know, like he was like he was like I got everything figured out, and like all he needs to do is say some like semi dumb shit that nobody knows how to respond to. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And and that's how he gets away with it all. Um, <laughs> and Brown said he's probably like Dorn. Okay, I get like sure, but like that's still very vague. You know, like maybe. Yeah. Maybe some more details would be nice. Yeah, like Dorn. It's it's like telling somebody we're gonna go to King's Landing. <laughs> Look at how big this fucking city is, guys. Like you know, like where you know. But uh, nevertheless, with that issue dealt with, Cersei convenes the small council, and mm. she she immediately heads for the hand seat. Um, and everyone just kind of like looks at her like um, uh, but I don't. Uh, and she's like, well, you see, my son's real young. Uh, he's not old enough to select a hand himself. So I'm just going to go ahead and sit here until he's old enough to choose. Uh, mm-hmm. and they're like, but, and she's like, I know, I know a woman could never be hand. Of course, of course. I'm not the hand. I'm just sitting here. Um, and I, I lo- love the energy emanating off of her where she's like, there's nothing any of you can do about it. You know, like, uh. Oh yeah, absolutely adore it. But uh, she's like, "Yep, uh, the king, in all his graciousness, has declared Kyburn the new master of Whisperers, and uh, that the position of the hand of the king will remain vacant until he's old enough to decide." And uh, Pycelle is quite unhappy yeah. with Kyburn being elected to this uh, position. This does embarrassment to the citadel, and the this will not stand. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's, of- he's a pussy. He's a piece of shit. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, the Mace Tyrell speaks up. He's like, I don't know how I feel about this. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, wah, wah, wah. I could do. Th- I could be the hand. I could. I could do that. You know, maybe. Yeah. I love that all of them. All of them are like, well, you see, many maesters have been hands in the past. Uh and Mace is like, well, I could be. And Cersei's like, shut the fuck up, Mace. Uh she's. uh The king's also decided that you're going to be master of coin, as, along with master of ships. You're you're so good with money. Uh so yeah. he sits up. Oh wow! It, yeah. it would be my honor, your grace. Oh, uh, shit, I got two positions now. Yeah, I'm the I'm the double master. Uh, but uh, then she moves on to her uncle, mm. uh, Kevin, which she has declared the master of war, which is the first time we've heard of a master of war. There's never been one, um, and I'm kind of I'm kind of shocked that mm-hmm. nobody on the council pointed that out. Um, Nobody was like, excuse me, uh, what's that? You know, I know it kind of speaks for itself, Master of War, but, uh, that's true. You know, that's never been a position. Yeah, um, I guess maybe just Tywin, just who else, you know, he's just, he's the hand, but who else is going to dictate any war moves if it's not Tywin? So, like, maybe there's just really no need, I guess. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She's really like, you're so fucking, you're the commander of our armies already. Mm. So we're going to just give you a new title to go along with that, which I think is kind of bizarre, you know, like it's, she's just, I love that. Like it's purely Cersei making moves out here. Like Tommen didn't decide a single one of these things. Oh yeah. Um, no, (laughs) and he's very busy at the moment right now. Who knows what he's doing, but he's Cersei's like, yeah, he's very busy. He can't, he can't be here. Obviously. Like, he's just sitting up in his room with Sir Pounce thinking about his new his betrothed. Sir Pounce. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, he's uh, just daydreaming about Marjorie the whole time. He's like yeah, he's just sitting in there, he's like, mm, man, everything's gonna be okay. <laughs> uh but uh Kevin is quite disgusted at Cer- Cersei's blatant power play here. She's like, you know what? I would love to be the master of war. I would love it. Uh I would like if Tommen told me that. And Cersei's like, uh, he told me that I can tell you. And he's like, nah, you're nothing more than the Queen Mother. You'll never be anything more. Um, so deuces. Bye, everybody. Um, and he walks out saying he will await King Tommen's own instructions at Casterly Rock. Mm-hmm. If that's anyone other than her uncle. I don't think they live longer than a couple of days. Like that, maybe a couple hours. Even I think there's a decent chance this guy dies anyway. Um, yeah, even it being her him. uncle. I, I just love that his name's Kevin. Of all names in Game of Thrones, like just a yep. Kevin. Kevin. I mean, it's spelled Lannister. a little differently, I guess. Yeah, with an A, you're not an I, you know. But uh, maybe maybe that is a normal spelling of Kevin. I've just never seen it spelled that way. Um, yeah, you know, he actually. I think he lasts. Until I, I think he's at the sept whenever Cersei makes it go. Because uh, okay. um, his son is Lancel. Yep, he's killed in the destruction of the Great Sept. Um, Boom. Cersei's arrested. When she's arrested, Kevin returns to King's Landing. Is appointed hand. to king yeah. by myself. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, for a brief moment, and then kaboom. Yeah. Then um, he's he's done for. So yeah, he's hand for all of season six. Wow. Um, okay. I guess yeah, a little longer than I thought actually. Not yeah. just like he became hand and then boom ah, for a whole season. That's 
He's doing all right. Just shows you how irrelevant everyone was besides the High Sparrow for that entire season. Yep. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I was going like, to say, I don't The High Sparrow was ruling. Uh, yeah. Tommen was his hand, and the hand to Tommen was just completely irrelevant at that yeah. point. Um, yeah, but we will next head. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to head next to the Water Gardens. Ah, uh, we're at is this uh, a real place. Like, is this a real prob- location? Because oh probably. my god, I want to go. Um, yeah, let's see. Where was Dorn filmed? Um, yeah, what are the Water Gardens of Dorn? Where what, what's going on? Yeah, but the Alex the kind of establishing. Is, yeah. Wow. Um, or maybe that's like. Filmed in the real Alcazar de Sevilla. Uh, I don't know where that is. It sounds Spanish, though, and that makes sense for Dorn and everything. Royal, yeah, it's, it's just a royal palace um, in Spain. Okay, it's Spain. in Spain. Okay. Wow, there we go. Um, that was going to be my guess. The architecture kind of resembles Spain, mm-hmm. I feel like. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Nevertheless, uh, the, the kind of establishing shot of Alaria like up in the uh, up in the window. Yeah. That was hard. The viper like chain yeah. like bracelet and then it went down her finger. Like yeah, yeah. that that was Dope. tough. Dope. Yeah. Uh and she's watching with great intent at Tristane and Marcella who are seem quite smitten with each other. This arranged marriage has worked out better than either of them could have ever hoped. Mm-hmm. Um it's a shame that their families are at each other's throats. Um Oh, yeah. Little Romeo and Juliet storyline that probably could have been its own fucking show, uh, that which is kind of really? crazy. Like in a different yeah. world, this would be the main conflict of a story, and this is actually just a small part of a yeah. much larger story here, which is hilarious. That that's Sorry. just how massive this show is. But uh, Alaria is demanding an audience with Doran Martell, the ruling prince of Dorne. Yeah. Uh, and his bodyguard uh, blocks her path. Yeah, Duran tells her, tells him to let her pass. Yeah. Uh, she's like, um, so I'm wanting to take Princess Marcella uh, so that she can, I can, you know, send her piece by piece back to Cersei as revenge <laughs> for the murder of my husband. Yeah. And Duran's like, your husband was not murdered. It was a trial by combat. He knew what he was getting into. I don't like it, but I mean, what are we going to do? It was completely legal and not murder. And he states, Dorne will not stoop to the level of mutilating children while he rules. You know, I like the Martell family. They've got Mm -hmm. some fucking, they've got some fucking morals on them. Pretty easy and low stake morals, you would think, in a, in a, in a normal world. Uh, not in this one. Yeah, they no, seem to be the only people besides the Starks who are not willing to do this. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Yeah, at least in, in Westeros. Well, I don't know. Essos kind of fucked up, too, actually. Essos, Essos feels like it's just like – it's not even families. It's just people they're, – they're just trying to live, you know? like it, It's like the Iron Bank and then everybody else. Like, that's all yeah. there is. Uh, but but – uh, I don't know. He, uh, what's – What's his, uh, Doran, Duran? Yeah, he, he almost got my character just for, for how, like, uh, stoic. Oh, yeah. How, how he was if, if it weren't for Arya. I mean, and maybe John and maybe, or there are a few, like, uh, a couple of good options here. Maybe get the characters, but yeah. We got a lot of locations in this one. I don't even, two, three, four, 
five, six, seven, eight. Oh, eight, wow. Which yeah. might be our most yet, but, uh. You're jumping around. Oh, yeah. Jump up, jump up and get down. Yeah, it's, uh, there, there's a lot going on. And, uh, but yeah, Duran's like, we're not going to do that. Um, and Alaria's like, the sand stakes are on my side, believe it or not. You know, mine and Oberyn's kids. Duh. I don't know. Yeah. You know, like, uh, of course they're on your side. Uh, yeah. and they're listening. And my to dog is going to town upstairs, uh, really, really barking, going nuts up there. Man, sorry. Uh, I can barely hear Hard it. to focus. I can hear it very clearly. Mm. Um, but, uh, Alaria is asking how long he expects to rule if this is the, this is the approach he's going to take. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of a threat there. I mean, oh, big time. Obviously, big time. Obviously. Maybe like a no shit. Obviously a threat. She walks out very angrily saying how long, you know, how long are you going to rule? But he just kind of took it as like, eh, all right, whatever. I'm going to uh, sit it. here and take in the scenery and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I don't but, blame uh, him. Um, beautiful location there. Yeah, he looks uh, over at his bodyguard and they exchange a look and they're like, well, that might be something we have to uh, – deal with he like holds his axe a little bit and he's like nah don't worry about it it'll be fine uh <laughs> she's all talk she is not all talk um no she's but, not. Uh, we are next in the Vale of the Aaron where Brienne and Podrick arrive at an inn and dine and Podrick's like oh fuck 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 uh he looks up he sees Peter and then she wa- he watches Sansa like lean out of a uh, mm-hmm. lean out of a booth and he's like oh yeah yeah that's definitely her she's dyed her hair but that's definitely Sansa I've looked at Sansa a lot he was also macking hard on the waitress um sex that's god broad yeah, um that is true that waitress was a she didn't know uh what she she could have got into but oh she didn't even know the pleasures that awaited yeah, uh nope. had she had she taken the opportunity um but yeah, had he not been macking on the waitress and watching her every move, he would not have followed her to the table in which Peter Baelish was sitting. That's true. And duty duty above love for Podrick here. He's like, you know, I could get it in, but Peter Baelish is sitting over there and so is Sansa. So I, I better uh, I better that's tell probably her. Pertinent. Yeah, that's probably yeah. important information here. Yeah, it's probably the more important thing. But uh Brienne's like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ready the horses. We have one horse, milady. Uh Go get a few more horses then. Uh, and then she gets up and he's like, fucking okay, I guess I'll figure that out. Um, and Brienne walks right on over. No, no tact to this choice. Just kind of, you know, I'm going to talk to Sansa and Sansa will get it. Um, yeah. Yeah, And even last episode, I was like, huh, I wonder if Sansa was given the question if she would go with Brienne. And then literally we get it right here in this episode. Um, yeah, yeah, she, uh, you know, she kneels and is like, I will swear, I swear my life to you. I will die for you. Uh, coming on a little strong, uh, for anybody's taste, I think. Yeah. And yeah. Littlefinger's like, uh, oh yeah, this one. I remember you. Met you at Renly Baratheon's camp. He's dead. You were accused of murdering him. Uh, and she's like, I didn't. A shadow with the face of Stannis Baratheon did. And they're like, okay, oh, Brienne, okay, yeah, for sure, uh, definitely. Oh, weren't you also tasked with protecting? Um, I don't know, like Sansa's mom, and then you really, you didn't really do a good job there either. So um, Renly's really- dead. 
Cat's dead. Yeah. Um, and you want to protect Sansa. Uh, you don't have the best track record, Brienne. Uh, and she's like, hey, man, it is what it is. Sansa, you can come with me or you can not. And she goes, nah. Like how simple it was, too. She goes, no. Yeah, you can leave, actually. She's yeah. like, bye. I don't really care. And then Littlefinger's the one that's like, oh, no, maybe you should stay, actually. Yeah. Uh, you know, probably to turn her in, you know, and get yeah, a, a for pretty sure. penny for it. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was just, I didn't, I didn't know that this happened again or else I would have, you know, I just, I thought like, yeah, they're so close. Like they're always so close, but they never actually get, you know, see each other. And then, yeah, but then they literally <laughs> see each other. The first things first, the next episode, mm-hmm. uh, pretty funny, but yeah, Brienne's like, all right, yeah, I'll stick around. And then she just punches somebody in like bolts. And uh, she escapes, and Podrick's like, what's going on? She's like, hop on a fucking horse, Pod. We got places to be. Uh, breaks the, like, the thing that the horse are tied to. Yeah. There's probably a name yeah. for that, but, like, horse rack. The, like, bike yeah. rack. I don't know. Yeah, bike rack. I get it. I get it. Breaks that shit and just runs. And, like, kind of sick, like, a horse chase. You know, it's kind of like a, like a, the medieval equivalent of a car chase. And yeah, I was exactly. like, it's actually kind of sick here. Like, riding, riding through the woods. Through the forest as Brienne fights men on horseback with, with the fucking sword. Yeah. And uh, Podrick, I was like, I feel like there's something where Podrick does not know how to ride a horse and he like rides off into a different, and then that absolutely happens. And they arrive at some sort of little lake and he gets tossed. Uh, he gets tossed mm-hmm. off the horse. Um, and reuniting, Podrick's like, hey, uh, I love, I also love when Podrick like chucked the, the rock at the dude and like yeah. completely missed. Yeah. And he's like, I take it you're unarmed then. Uh, <laughs> thank God for Brienne coming back here, you yeah, know, sure. or else Pod, that, that was probably the end of Pod right there. Um, but yeah, just Pod, get down and then just Brienne going off. Yeah, uh, it goes ham. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, yeah Podrick's like, uh, Brienne, I, uh, I love you, dude. Uh, but Arya said no, and Sansa said no. Uh, you might, you might, uh, hear me out. If you don't it's like it, all in here. If you it don't is- like it, send it right back. Uh, you might not have to stick to the vow anymore. That might be it. Uh, and she's like, nope, we're gonna follow them. And he's like, but my lady, he, she goes, he is, she's with Littlefinger. Is she safe? And Podrick's like, no, uh, no, she's not. Not with Littlefinger. And uh, they're like, all right, well, then let's ride. And thus concludes the story in the Vale. Mm-hmm. But we will then head across the narrow sea once more to Marine, wherein Dario and Grey Worm are uh, on the hunt for a son of the Harpy. And I love Dario kind of like talking shit to Grey Worm, yeah. who's like incapable of talking shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, uh, the Unsullied, man, y- y'all do not blend in. Y'all stick out in a fucking crowd. There's, no- have you caught a son of the Harpy? No, that makes sense because they know exactly who you are. My guys, on the other hand, uh, we blend in. We it's listen like, to the whispers. Drink. We hear everything. We fuck. We, yeah. we do whatever the hell we want, you know, and like, yeah. um, <laughs> we whore, then, we drink. Yeah. And he's like, and that led us here and i like that he like perfectly times like everything like he's, he's so, so fucking good. good uh 
Dario might be my favorite character of the episode. He he had very mm. little to do, but he was awesome in his little no, bit. This was sick. No, uh, this was sick. Yeah. And, like, and he's like, uh, yeah, check this out. We're here. And then they walk in and uh <laughs> there's nothing. You know, I love the way Grey Worm's like posted with a spear yeah. and there's like nothing in sight. Dario's just kind of standing there and he's like, There's nothing. We leave. And uh Dario's like, You're scared. He's like, I'm not scared. Unsullied fear nothing. And he's like, exactly. I, I love that he's like, he's like setting him up at every turn. He's mm-hmm. like, on the money, my friend. Of course you're not afraid of anything. And you know what happens when you're not afraid of anything? You forget how to hide. And then he just stabs a wall. Um, <laughs> just, I mean, and a, and a man uh, falls out of a wall. Um, how long you been there, friend? Um, yeah, it, it made a bad, it made Dario look badass, but like when you start to think of it, it's like, how do you really know he was right there in that wall? Like, did the guy he took in an alley and broke a few fingers, like, tell him, like, all right, this is where this dude lives. He's going to be right behind the bookshelf, behind <laughs> the wall. You know, it's it's really thin. You could probably stab if, through. like, you pull the bookshelf out, if, like, it's, like, a door, like, the wall opens as uh-huh. well. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Because, like, yeah. I'm thinking of logistics of why, how long the man's been in the wall yeah. and how he got there. Um, Has he just been, like... He like killed White Rat, and then he was like, "Gotta, gotta go hide, hide in my wall. Gotta uh, hide forever. Yep, can't yeah. come out anymore. Uh, um, it's a good thing I've got food in there. Um, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. And maybe maybe they saw the Unsullied coming. You know, and yeah, it's like they're patrolling away, the streets, and he's know? like, "All right, gotta gotta go hide now." Um, but not yeah, from Dario, Dario like. Yeah. I was like, "See, check this shit out. Got you." Um, and back at the Great Pyramid. Daenerys and her council debate uh, upon executing the Harpy's son, uh, but the debate devolves into a shouting match between Masador and his daughter um, where Masador's like, yeah, so we could give him a trial. I'll let you know that means nothing to these people. Uh, they do not give a fuck. All they know is strength, so you ought to just kill the guy. And his Darzolarak is like, what do you mean these people? I don't know this, and I'm these people. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, and so it devolves into nothing but that. And thus, they're, everyone's dismissed. Daenerys is like, everyone shut the fuck up. Get the fuck out. I'll decide. Um, and after the rest leave, Sir Barristan stay, stays behind. This was um, almost a scene here. Like, um, Sir Barristan is actually getting my character nod. For this, Ooh. Um, is that the first for him? It is his first. This is a first okay, Sir so Barristan. First here, okay. That that's awesome. No, he. Yeah. This was sick. Yeah, he's like, was... uh, I would like to talk to you about your father, the Mad King. Um, and she's like, the Mad oh. King. You're here to you're here to tell me my enemy's lies. And he's like, ma'am, I served with your father from the beginning of his reign. I promise, your enemies are not lying. Uh, he was, he went crazy, you know, he, he did, he burned people to the ground. He destroyed houses. He did all this. And it was because he dealt justice the way he saw fit. And that, that, all that led to a rebellion that destroyed the Targaryens all but two. And, uh, Daenerys like, yeah, I mean, he's still right. There are still two living. Um, yeah, technically. Um, he was, he wasn't thinking of, of Aegon, that's for sure. Um, no, I'm thinking of Viserys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Glad he's gone too. He probably would have been 
a man. Oh yeah, he'd have been worse. I think he'd have been every bit as bad as his dad yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Like um, the Joffrey. Uh, oh yeah, Joffrey of the Targaryens to be sure. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, like all this kind of makes this is the first time Daenerys is hearing this this truth about her her dad. You know, like mm-hmm. she's I've forgotten that she'd been under the impression that her dad was a good dude uh and yeah. their enemies rose up and fought him for no fucking reason um which again kind of reframes some stuff knowing that she did not know that until very recently you know uh yeah, yeah she's like i'm i'm not my father though and i love like selma just being like thank the gods you're not like yeah. he was like yeah i know you're not like just and i'm so you. glad you aren't because <laughs> That would suck, and I would not be here. Uh, but uh, she's, you know, a bit taken aback by the revelation because she trusts mm-hmm. Barristan completely. If Barristan's saying it's the case, it's the case, you know? And yeah. uh, No better source of information there. I mean, he was, he yeah, was right no. there, saw it all. Like, yeah, it, yep. that's ish. I mean, it's that's probably traumatizing for him just to see all those oh, people. Yeah, burn, like, even, oh, my God. Yeah, just. And to know. have to unquestion. Like, he probably, he was the leader of the Kingsguard. Who knows how many people he brought before the Mad King and sentenced to death. You know, yeah. like. Uh, Damn. Yeah. yeah, he's probably been through some shit. I love me some Barristan. Uh, he's, he's loyal to a fault, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Uh, Daenerys, having heard all this, promises Sir Barristan that there will be a trial for the accused. Um, and I love that Barristan was counseling that the whole time, even during the argument. He's yeah. like, give him a trial. You know, just be fair. Do not be like the people who came before. Just do you, okay? And uh, so it was it, in an episode with a lot of really strong performances, I don't feel like a character particularly like jumped mm. off the screen as like an obvious pick. So mm-hmm. I I went with Barristan. I felt yeah. like that was a that was a good one. I like that. No, uh, he, uh, I think he he really changed her mind. I don't know. Maybe Daenerys was thinking about just killing him. Like, oh, before. she was. I think I think that's what she was settled on. Yeah. Uh, and that actually would have worked out better for her. Um. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, before the trial begins, Masador visits the son of the harpy and is like, I'm a kill your ass. Um, goes ahead, kills the guy, hangs him in the streets for everybody to see with a kill the masters, uh, signage, yep. you know, like a little, like a little signature. Um, a little Banksy, like yeah, a little bank, kill the masters. Here's a dead guy. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's, uh, now that's punishable by death. Uh, gotta, got to question the logic on this one. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, no trial there, you know, at all. Like, bad, 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 bad move. Um, and for it to be a public execution, an even worse move. Yeah. I don't know, dog. What a fucking idiotic choice to make. Uh, I love Danny, but wow. I understand that, that it's done. like a he directly disobeyed what she said. She has to make an example. Was the son of the harpy killing one of your soldiers not directly disobeying you? You know, like. That's true. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm bewildered know. by the choice here. I, I feel like she's inviting chaos in this situation. Um, where was yeah, Bearspin to be like, hey, That's how about true. a trial for this guy? You know, like, yeah. uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I guess this one is a more direct betrayal. He was in the room when she decided what she was going to do, and he directly disobeyed that plan of action. So, I get it. You're a queen. You got to do queen shit, but you're about to cause a civil war. Um, yeah, literally. You know, uh, then and she, there, she brings yeah immediately like brings brings him before the public. You know, she's like uh everyone's chanting Misa, Misa, yes, yes, my queen, my mom, I love you. Uh, and she stands before everybody, and she brings Masador out, and everybody's like, brother, brother, yes, we love you. You rock. You're my man. Uh, and she's like, kill him. Uh, everyone's like, begging. Mercy. 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 Yeah. Like, uh, still, still going through with it though. She's like, fuck it. Public opinion. Yeah, she's a queen. This shit. She's, yeah. She's a queen. She's got to, she's got to stand by her choices. Uh, I do like, uh, well, one of the little details that I enjoy is that, uh, uh, Dario is her headsman. Mm -hmm. she, she like nods and Dario's like on it boss you know like uh and uh you know publicly kills Masador and uh the the last like Misa that like fades yeah. into silence and then into hissing uh Whoa. that's that's uh this is the first time in a while Daenerys' story is like truly compelling I think uh, she, I, it's not that it's, it's always been cool and it's always been fun to watch. She hasn't faced conflict like this in a while though. Yeah. She's um, just been winning the whole time. Really. Yeah. Like really nothing has really stood in her way whatsoever. Yeah, now, now, now her dragons are acting up. She can't rely on them as much. And then shit like this happens. She makes a few choices and the people all of a sudden do not fuck with her anymore. Um, I love that as soon as it happens to one of the one of the freed slaves is like class war and like yeah. picks up a rock and throws it at one of the former masters. Yeah. Um, like fuck and all this. hell breaks loose. We're not having it. Yeah, boom, just going to it. Yeah, and like I love in the in the wiki, like the it shows like the deaths of everyone. It just says many great masters and many. Marinese. Ooh, that's, I never thought. Marinese, yeah. yeah. Marinese. Okay. Marinese residents. Yeah. Just many of them. Uh, no many, number. Many died this day. Just a many. Yeah. Uh, and then Daenerys is just like kind of standing there watching all of it. And then she just like ducks the unsullied, put the shields over her head and they walk right yeah. out. Um, kind of sick. Yeah. Like just the, the little escort that she had. The unsullied just knew like, yeah. They were like, yeah, we, well, you got to leave. So, uh, yeah. But uh, later that night, Daenerys is like, everybody, leave me alone. Mistakes were made. Shit happens. Get the fuck out of here. Um, but then uh, she hears some thudding. Thum, 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 thum. Gets louder and louder, closer and closer. And to her relief, she looks up to find Drogon. Now, much larger than she'd previously oh, yeah. seen. Um, Big boy. And, and also, and this is another here. thing where it's like, he, he'll come home, you know, he'll come home to check in. This is another thing that, uh, cues in that sort of connection 
between mm-hmm. the dragon and the dragon rider. Oh, oh um, mama's in trouble. Gotta mama go check. Mama's not it. happy. Gotta yeah. go check. Mm-hmm. Um, comes home. She's cool. He's like, dope. I gotta go again. Uh, goes ahead and yeah. flies away. He's like, I'm gonna save our CGI budget. You know, like, uh, that's kind of. <laughs> and maybe it was like, you know, they were all like, all right. Barrison and, and Grey Worm are like, yeah, we, we'll, we'll guard your room. Don't worry about it. Everyone's on guard tonight. And the Drogon is like, I actually got it. You know, he's like, well, I'm just going to make my presence known just to let everyone know. Like, uh, don't, t- don't touch my mom. Um, yeah. But yeah, he just kind of flies off. And he's like, peace. Um, he's like, just want you to just want you to know I'm here for you if you need it. Um, <laughs> just feel like you have a general sense of turmoil and I'll show up. Uh, but that is where the episode technically ended. Mm-hmm. We are going to head to the wall instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Where at the wall, Shireen, love Princess Shireen, man. She's the shit. She's teaching Gilly how to read. This is another one that was almost one of my favorite scenes. Um, <laughs> Gilly's learning how to read. She's reading an S. Mm-hmm. You know, it it looks like a, it looks like an animal snake s s uh and sam's like did you know random fucking fact about thing forever ago um and gilly looks up looks at shireen goes i know s um which is a brilliant line by the way love that um sam come on buddy gotta gotta know not not the time not the time not the place Uh, like you could tell that Sam's like been trying to teach her how to read too, but the, like it's just like now nah, you're, you're their just... styles don't mesh. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. He's like, well, I don't know. Maybe if you weren't so focused on blah blah blah, or like yeah, she like uh, Lord whoever you know, you and Lord whoever got a lot to to talk about. Whatever. You go back to yeah. your book, Sam. You know, like they're starting just the little couple, little mini couples arguments already. Yeah. Um, He's like, I'm but... just saying that if you practiced more, then you know more words. And uh, she's yeah. like, mm, fuck you. Uh, and she's like, I'm going to stick with Shireen. She's dope. She taught Davos how to read. And he's an old fart. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the the conversation shifts uh, to Sam's delight uh, when Gilly asks about Sh- uh, Shireen's grayscale and asks what it's called down south. And mm-hmm. she tells her it's grayscale and what they call it. She asks what they call it north of the wall. And she goes, ah. We didn't really have a word for it, uh, but I had a couple sisters who were born like that, and we just kind of took them out, um, took them out to a shed, uh, and then they started to sound different, uh, and it was just real, it was real bad. It sounded real bad. Didn't get to see it much, but, uh, Craster took them out to the woods by rope. Yeah. Eesh. They started making noises that weren't themselves. They started acting like yeah. animals. They this is like, a nice little. I didn't realize that they kind of tease because we do see the. I can't remember what they're called, but the fully grayscale yeah. out uh, stone men. We see the stone men uh, later this season when they infect Jorah. Um, yep. When Jorah kidnaps Tyrion, and uh, so this is a nice little like plant in the seeds, like. We're going to see some people who've lost their fucking minds. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's some freaky stuff. And then like, yeah, Shireen like being cured, which is really cool. And they're like, yeah, she's like, I don't even know. And I, I think they don't even really know how to do they it. They don't anymore. know how they like, did it either, but we here, and, uh, I'm happy. But, uh, yeah. Then Queen Solis enters and interrupts the proceedings and is like, everybody get the fuck out of here. 
Um, and she's like, Shireen, don't hang out with wildlings. They fucking suck. And, uh, she's like, no, they don't. Gilly's cool. I love Gilly. She would never hurt me. Uh, and, uh, he's like, no, but you see, the wildlings don't like your dad. And they could use mm-hmm. Gilly to harm Stannis through you. And Shireen's like, Ugh. Nah, it's just not how things are going to go, you know? Like, uh, mm-hmm. the wildlings, while they can be vindictive, I don't think they have any desire to affect the shit in the South. They do not give a fuck about Stannis Baratheon, you know? Like, uh, nope. Yeah. Not one bit. They, they, they are so, like, Stannis's army is so, like, Stannis particularly is so convinced that he can bring the wildlings to their side. While the wildlings, they're not even fucking thinking about this dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're they're not even close to being like, well, Stannis, what are we going to do about that? That's not even not even on the fucking table, dog. Like, they're not yeah. thinking about that one bit. Yeah, they're uh, just mourning over Mance right now. Like, they're hmm. just like, we really, we really lost, like, our guy. Like, that's like, that was our dude. Like, he really united all of us, and now he's gone. Like, they're all yeah. just... They're not thinking like, oh yeah, let's go south of the wall and fight Stannis' war for him that we know nothing about at all. Bro, they don't give a fuck, dude. And I love that John points that out. You know, like uh, Stannis, you know, he's like, John, gotta talk to you, man. I sentence him to death by fire. Yeah. (laughs) You put him out of his misery. What's that make, what's that do to me? You know, what do I look like now? Do I look like a fool? How uh, I treat people who don't don't listen to me, you know, or whatever. Davos like waves with his four little nubs. Like, uh, like God damn, I hate being used as an example all the time. You know, yeah, like that's probably sure. what's in the back of the mind is Davos. Like, like man, are you really going to say that? How often are you going to say that? Said at the Iron Bank. Um, or maybe Davos even said it himself. Davos actually, brings it up Bank. himself on that's a lot true. of occasions. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah. Stannis uh, then shows John a message. He's like, you familiar with Lady Momont, Lyanna Momont? Uh, and he's like, yeah, that was Jorah or Gior's grandson or granddaughter, I should say. And uh, he's like, yeah, read this. Uh, Stannis had demanded that House Mormont pledge itself to Stannis's cause. And the note refuses, saying, uh, Bear Island knows no king but the king in the north, whose name is Stark. And it brings a smile to John's face. And it makes me so happy to see John like. How long has it been since we watched him smile? You know, like, I think it's been since right before Egret's death. You know, whenever he, like, smiles at her right before she catches an arrow. And then how long before that was it that we saw him smile? You know, like, it's just, uh, this dude doesn't smile much. So when he does, I'm very happy to see it. Uh, And Stannis is like, does this amuse you? And he's like, oh, no, man, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it like that. It's just, uh, you know, it's my family. I love my family, dog. That's that's cool. and he's like, you know, the the Northerners can be a lot like the Wildlings. They'll only follow their own, you know. Um, they'll only follow a Stark. And mm-hmm. realizing this is true, Stannis is like, exactly. John, if you kneel before me, pledge your sword to me, leave the Night's Watch, you will rise, legitimized as John Snark. John Snark. John Stark. <laughs> John Stark, yeah. John Stark, uh, John Stark, Lord mm. of Winterfell. Yeah, and his face there too, like he was like, he's like, oh, 
fuck. Oh, he was like, fuck. I did not expect that out of this. You know, he was he was brought in there. I like, thought today yeah. was gonna go. You know, yeah, he was brought in there as like, yeah, you, you shot Mance Rider. You, you put him out of his misery. What the fuck, dude? And then it's like, yeah, actually, I'm gonna legitimize you, and then I'm gonna make you warden of the North. Um, so what do you think about that? And it's like, oh, uh, an offer this dude certainly never thought he would get. You know, like Jon Snow never thought this was a possibility, and I'd kind of forgotten this happens. You know, because it's so. John sees no choice. Like he's like, kind of Lord, what kind of warden of the North would I be if I didn't stick to my vow? You know, like mm-hmm. what a fucking man. Oh, Salute geez. you, my friend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, he wants to rally the North and to Stannis' side, and John is like, "Oh, hmm, this would be dope." Uh, but he has to turn him down when he admits to Sam later that he is a man of the Night's Watch. And, uh, I mean, probably for real, on a real note, John probably gets the character for this episode. Oh, just dude, yeah, yeah, no, just, uh, I'm spreading the love a little bit because yeah. John's probably going to dominate season five. Um, oh, yeah. And oh, season yeah. six. And, and probably season into seven. season seven. You know, yeah. uh, <laughs> it might, like season eight is genuinely the only time from here on in where I'm like, I like John, but like that's not a strong season for him. It's just not. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he'll, you know, he'll get his flowers. He will yeah, get his flowers. He will to be sure. So I'm gonna give it to Barristan for now. But uh, yeah. John, you're on your way, buddy. Um, we then will move to my favorite scene, which is how I will yeah. recognize John for this episode. Yeah, it's uh, mine as well. I could yeah. like I was I was thinking of any other scene to try to spread it, and I'm like, man, this one was just too good. Like Dude's I the shit, Dude's yeah. the shit, and this is one of this is the first time in a while you felt that like it's not the king in the north moment but it's close to it it's like almost that level but it's not that mm-hmm. you know you got you know it's not that but like when they're chanting john snow it's like fuck yes uh but it's time the choosing for the new lord commander of the night's watch mm-hmm. overseen by maester aemon he's like if anyone would please rise and choose your nominee yeah. and jano slint stands up he's like Alistair Thorne, dude's a dick, as you all know, but he's a man of the Night's Watch. He defended the wall against the wildlings and led us to victory. And everyone's like, you're here, yeah. Yeah, did he really, though? You know? That's that's the point that is made here, here yeah, before it's long. Like, it's like, they all agree. They're like, yeah, yeah, he did. Because, yeah, sure, whatever. But it's like, yeah, Sam, Sam had to let him know. That's yeah. for sure. But Another brother stands up and is like, Here's some fucking guy that you've never yeah. met before. Sad thing about Malister. this. I was reading the trivia. This, the guy who who played the actor, he died four days after filming this. Um, Jesus. Yeah, and they they were just like, got to keep it in, and and like they they did some memorial for him, and they were like, now his watch is ended, like like kind oh. of like a a nice Game of Thrones send off. But it's like, man, I mean, he did look pretty old. Like this, yeah, the guy who plays Dennis Malister here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, barely got any votes though, which was kind of sad, you know, it's like, it, you know, we got like, I don't know. Cause the tie was between John and, and a uh, slint, right? Like and I'm, Alistair. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, assuming Thorne, not slint. Um, that was his, his hype man. Yeah, no, uh, or whatever, but yeah, that was just, it was a little sad piece of trivia to read. Yeah, but, that uh, is sad. Well, RIP Dennis Malister, JJ Murphy, as he, yeah. as he was portrayed by, um, yeah. Got his got his time in the show though, you know. I know they were hey. like, he's the commander of the Shadow Tower. 
He has served on the Night's Watch longer than any man living. For four uh, winters or something like that, they said. Ten and like- winters. Ten winters. This man is old. He's like, that dude's like a hundred in Game of Thrones years. Yeah. Like, damn. Yeah. Oh, okay. Bro is but, reaching that age. But uh, yeah. uh, the vote is about to begin. Eamon stands up. He's like, well, this man will be. I love the voting method, by the way. I wish this is how we voted, period. Uh, Pretty sick. Little yeah. squares, little triangles. Uh, put them on a little, put them on a little pedestal, you know, put them in a little box and then we'll put them on yeah. a little rod. We'll uh, that's break dope. that shit. Yeah. It's yeah. like, put them in this pot and then we'll break the shit out of the pot. We'll and destroy the pot. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I love the vibes. Uh, but as that's about to happen, Sam Wells, like, he's like looking at John. He's like, Oh God, oh God. Oh, I know that he'd be so much better than both of these guys. Let me, and then he, uh, he's like, Maester Raymond. And John looks back. He's like, you motherfucker. Don't you fucking do it. You know? Uh, and Sam's like, well, you see, um, John's, he's a really good guy. Um, uh, but before that, when Janos is like, oh, Sam the Slayer. Look at this guy. Loves to make love to wildlings like his best friend, John. What's up? What's up, Sam? And he's like, oh, what's up, Janos? You know, I got, I got some, I got some tea on you. Oh, you want to talk shit, Janos? You got some balls talking shit, Janos. You know that I saw you hiding in the fucking underground with with my lady and her child. Mm-hmm. Just look at yeah. that. Gilly, yeah. her son, and Janos in a puddle of his own making. And everyone's like, ha, ha, ha. Fuck yeah. you, Janos. You suck. Uh yeah, well, and, uh, while Janos was down there hi- hiding with the women and children, our guy Jon Snow was the real one who held it down. You know, it's like, he's like, and I love the way he was like, in all respect to Alistair. You know, he's like, Alistair yeah. certainly led until he was wounded, you know, and he was. He was hurt. He got to be taken mm-hmm. away from the battlefield. And who led us after that? Who took command of the wall? Who fought down there? It was Jon Snow. And another thing that they could, like, that I'm shocked he didn't mention is like, literally moments ago, This man told me that he was about to be legitimized in his family and become the Lord of Winterfell, the Warden of the North, and he decided to stay. You know, like, that would have been the thing that would have made everyone go like, oh, well, this is the fucking guy then. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, Yeah, I think that uh, is interesting that he didn't mention that. Like, I mean, literally very fresh on the mind. Like, It could be a a 50-50 thing, you know? It could also be like, oh, yeah, this guy grew up in a castle. He could, you know, like, it could end up going the other way. But... Mm -hmm. Alistair Thorne's a knight. He's Sir Alistair Thorne. Janos That's mentions true. that he's highborn. You know, he's like... Uh, yeah. I so feel like, like it would have helped. Yeah, it would have helped his case more than anything. That's yeah, well... It, but it didn't need it. He didn't, didn't need, need it. it. Yeah, he, he wins anyway. But uh, he's like, Jon Snow is awesome, and I love the guy, and he deserves to be our Lord Command. And Maester Eamon's like, yeah, he does. All right. Everyone vote. He circles. Um, And we see everybody uh, vote, drop their little thing in the pot um and everything's totaled up stacked on top of each other and we've got an identical identical stack yeah for uh these coins must be made identically the same thickness for yeah. this to be a tie you know like I, I love how it's just like they eyeball they're like yeah that's a tie not even like <laughs> make sure that like john doesn't have like actually one more or whatever yeah, it's like, right no they're like, like, you know that's, that's this is how this tie. works yeah um <laughs> And I love that one of the guys, like, Eamon's blind. So the, the guy has to be like, uh, it's a tie, sir. Yeah. Uh, and Eamon's like, uh, he like feels and he's like, ah, oh, yes, these are triangles. 
not that one then. And I absolutely love that that's the way he went about it. Uh, he was like, let me feel for Alistair's. Definitely not that. I'm going with the other one. And everyone just goes fucking ballistic. They're like, yeah, yeah John, no, John, no. And the, again, the smile. Fucking love Kit Harrington's smile. And, you know, he didn't want this job necessarily. Yeah. He, he certainly didn't come in today thinking, you know what? I'm going to have the opportunity to either be Lord of Winterfell or Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. Both of these things are going to be offered to me in the same day. Yeah. Uh, He'll do both eventually, you know. Oh, what a well, fucking day. I guess not. Is he true warden of the north or is he just like king of the north for like He's um, king in the north for I mean uh from se- the yeah, end of season is. 7. Yeah. I think season 7. Ah, season 6 finale I think he's declared king in the north and he's king in the north until season 8 finale. You know like uh Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean this was I don't know. I loved just it's it's just i don't know i wish that it'd be so cool if real elections could happen this way i don't know like i mean that'd be a lot of fucking tokens and shit but like just to be all in the same like room what we do like you know like we gotta Mm -hmm. count the paper i guess not literally they send it through like a machine but like again like that that number could just be anything like they could just make up that shit though like the number like how we actually know they're counting you know for real i guess it is like every other, i don't know i'm going into politics now uh let's go back to game of thrones politics here yeah. it's way cooler um, yeah no voter fraud here yeah that's just everyone i mean it, it's kind of like why don't you just put your token on the rod right away you know, and I guess, yeah. like, to have some build, form of anonymity, I guess, you, you know? know? Yeah, like, you, you know, no one can know who you voted for. It's anonymous, I guess, that way. Mm-hmm. But, like, you see the the shape of the coin that they're putting in the pot. You know, whatever, regardless. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't think – I'm thinking too much into it. But it was – no, this this was my scene for sure. After I watched it, I was, like – I let out, like, a – like, I was chanting with them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, the that's, shit, man. Makes me so very happy. Uh, would have been the 999th, though. Would have been, I don't know, like 998. They couldn't make yeah, it no. that sexy, you know. They had to be like, <laughs> yeah, one off in a thousand, way too clean. 999, still too clean. Let's go 998. Yeah, yeah, that seems right. 998th Lord Commander <laughs> of the Night's Watch. Who's night? I I think it's Dolores Ed is the next Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. Uh, because whenever he's yeah. like, uh, he, he literally, whenever he goes, like kills Alistair and the gang that killed him, he goes, now my watch is ended. Ed, you have the wall. Like he just gives him the cloak. He's Damn. like, that's all you, bro. You know, like, uh, <laughs> hard. Love that. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, these people listen to me anyways. I'm just, yeah, it, it it's just known. Who else is going to do it? it yeah. I guess like who else at that time would even really go for that? I'm trying to think of like who else is. Yeah, like there. Eamon, I think Eamon known. dies this season. Yeah. Um, and yeah. he's a maester, so I don't think he can be Lord Commander. Mm-hmm. Like, after like Alistair, after Alistair's dead and John's gone, there's literally no one left. Like that's actually fit to lead the wall either. There's like 50 dudes anyway. Whenever that happens, it's just yeah. like a group of guys really um, that all hang out in the same place. Do they get wiped um, out when the Night King comes down? Uh, yeah, they destroy the wall. Yeah, um, for sure. But like, do they destroy it at Castle Black, or do they destroy it at like just some 
Because he has sure. a dragon, he's just like, fuck it, hole. I can't remember if it's Eastwatch by the Sea or if it is Castle Black. I'm pretty sure it's Castle Black, though, because Tormund is there uh, Um, when that happens. Okay. And someone else is there with Tormund. Does Ed live it, through it? Does he live through it? And, like, is he... Because, like, do you still um, need... Uh, Ed is... Uh, he's alive all the way through the long night until they fight uh, at the okay. Battle of Winterfell. Um, so I guess that's when he dies. Do you really need? Well, probably. I'd say the I don't know. The Night King. That's just one of the night. Maybe there's more. Who who fucking knows? Right. Like I don't know how he seems. Seems like their whole army's gone. But like I don't know. Maybe that's just like who the Night King resurrected himself. Maybe there's another one chilling like up way further north that we have no idea about. Yeah, um, they made this up completely, so there's not even book knowledge for that. It's just like, yeah. they're like, fuck it, just Ice Guy. We like it. Do it. Mm-hmm. Send it. Oh, uh, but this was a pretty strong episode. Uh, mm-hmm. It'll be a fun one to rate uh, enjoyment and critically. I think critically, it'll fare a little better than it will enjoyment-wise, because while I did have some moments that I really enjoyed, like the mm-hmm. John becoming Lord Commander, Season five's off to a little bit of a, a little bit of a crawling start, I would say. Mm-hmm. It's uh it, it takes another good step in the right direction, but it is kind of like all yeah. right, where are we going with this? Uh yeah, I'd say I enjoyed it more than last episode, but I think I do too. Not like a whole lot more. Like we gave last episode an eight five. So like it, I I'm thinking like eight seven five or eight or nine kind of I there. I think eight seven five is fair. Yeah. Um it's it they we're heating up. Um, and yeah, I mean, we'll get it, to a point where like, I, I think, I think we're in for at least five, 10 out of tens on this mm-hmm. season, um, on enjoyment and we're almost there. Um, like yeah, I, the whole back half of the season is ridiculous. That's strong. Um, yeah. The walk is shame. What's kill the boy is, is really good. Is that, and mm-hmm. the, the fighting pits and Daenerys yeah. the, takes yeah. off the hard home. I mean, goddamn. Um, no, that one, the gift. I'm trying to think of that. What, what the gift is. Um, that's episode seven. Uh, but I couldn't really tell you. Now we're yeah, in for a goodie though. We are going to be good. Um, oh yeah. Let's see yeah. The, um, the gift critically. Anyway. Oh, Samwell loses his virginity with Gilly. Let's fuck it. Yeah. It's a 10 out of 10. The um, gift. <laughs> yeah. Um, Anyway, but yeah, critically, I think, I mean... Man, he still ain't vi- hit that. Visual, yeah, it take, takes a little bit, I guess. You know, it's, you know. He's, he's just being respectful, that's all. Yeah, yeah. Um, and technically, we'll go against his vows, you know? Or he's he's just want to be a good Night's Watch brother, you know, for a little bit. Um, until he can't hold it any longer. But I think... I mean, just visually, I don't know what they did, but man, it looks so much better. I like, I, I really wonder what happened from episode one to two. It, um, it's really, it's really kind of bizarre to me that this had not only the same director, but the same cinematographer. Like the yeah. fact that it's the same guy behind the camera is uh, kind of wild to me because this episode feels like it was miles better looking. Um, I think it's a better story uh, in this one, you know, where, where you are taking those steps in the right direction. Um, I, I'm, I'm sitting in a place that's, that's rather happy with this one. Like I'm thinking nine, nine, two, five. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I think I'm, I'm up there. I mean, 
I love like all the transitions. I think were were like per like I don't know. We didn't like spend an overly long amount of time in any location. Like nothing like seemed to drag on super. I think it was paced really well, really um, well edited. Yeah, and and like the my favorite transition of the episode was you know from Tyrion to Ver- and Varys. Uh, like you know, is she gonna kill every dwarf and? In Westeros yeah. until she gets a mirror or whatever in the whole world, and then boom. Yeah, like I, I just love the transitions they have. I think um, I think I, I like to like nine two five here. I think like it. All right, I'm cool with that. From episode one, I think it's it's not just that slight little bump. I think it deserves a little bit more. Um, I agree. If we're there, really well made, really well made. Yeah, um, it would average it out to a ninety one, a nine oh eight technically. Um, ninety one. What IMDb gives this one. Um, an eight three, critically, I guess here on IMDb. Um, I wonder when we start getting into the nines for this season. Eight four next, eight five, eight five, seven nine. Whoa, okay, a little little dip there. Eight eight, the gift. Nine eight, hard. Home. Is the seven yeah. is the seven nine episode six? Um, yes. That's the one yeah. where Ramsey gets married to Sansa. So there's not a lot of fun Ooh. happening in that one. Yeah, okay. Um, Makes sense there. Um, yeah, Hard Home's almost perfect at a 9-8. Uh, Dance of Dragons, 9-4. And then the finale is at a 9-1. So yeah, we're um, up in the nines at the end of the season. Mm. Uh, yeah, that... Ooh, yeah, the Ramsey stuff is just not not fun there. No, no. especially yeah. when Sansa gets involved, it gets really nasty. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. not not a fun not a fun time to watch. But um, mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to revisit it and see if they handled it right because we've seen for several several seasons yeah. now that they have not done a very good job with um, scenes like that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, they have not. But but. Beyond that, we've got some stuff to look forward to. Um, I'm very excited that we're on to season five. We've reached what I think is the peak of the show, and we're at the plateau. You know, mm-hmm. you know, this is—it's just—it was going up and up and up and up, and now we're just four, five, and six right here. Yeah, all at the top. Uh, that shit rocks. Um, but yeah, with that, I think we will conclude this episode of Winter Is Blooming. If you would, head to patreon.com slash pennybloompod where you'll find over 50 hours of exclusive content. For $3 a month, you can support this podcast financially, which is huge because it costs me money and I don't make any off of it. Unless it's over there. Sorry about that. Uh, head to Twitter, follow at pennybloompod, follow on Instagram at pennybloompodcast. Remember to leave a five-star rate and review wherever you might be listening and to continue downloading. This, epi- this month is just washing other months it feels like the pace that we're on yeah uh it's 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 growing real real nice and i'm really appreciative of it and you got a lot to look forward to as we will continue winter's blooming next week with season five episode three we are continuing our top 100 favorite movies ever with part five this week it'll Mm -hmm. be the 50s 50 through 59 we've already done 60 through 100 in the first four parts uh and it's nothing but movies we love and it's been a great joy to talk through and i'm so very happy with it Uh, We're continuing our comic book movie journey through film on Fridays. Uh, Last Friday was X-Men The Last Stand, which was actually one of my favorite episodes we've recorded in the comic book movie journey through film, even though it's not my favorite movie. Um, Mm -hmm. And then this Friday, we are continuing with Superman Returns. Um, 
So a couple of not very well-reviewed movies in a row, but I'm excited to visit Superman Returns as it will be a rare first viewing in that project for yeah, me. Um, me as well. Oh, yeah. I'm so very excited to get to that. Uh, we're back to Superman for the first time in six months this Friday. It's been a long time since we've done any Superman, so I'm very, very excited with that. Um, remember to stand in solidarity with SAG-AFTRA and WGA and their struggle against the studios. You know, you might have beef with the way David Benioff and D.B. Weiss write this show, and I certainly do at points. Um, but they worked hard, and they deserve to be paid for that. You know, uh, that's that's, and so do all the actors. So do all the all the random people. Do you know how many extras are in Game of Thrones? You know how many people are just there uh, that yeah. we'd never learn the name of? It's mm. those people. It's those it's people who are trying. Or, or however, Marinese, yeah, the many masters that died, all those extras that were there. Damn, yeah, that's that's a lot of all people. All those people, that's a lot of people. Those are the people who are on strike right now, looking to get paid more. Don't go looking at fucking Tom Cruise and uh, you know Margot Robbie just is about to make fifty million off of Barbie, which I'll say she deserves. Woo, yeah, that's. That's but everybody, everybody deserves to be paid, bruh. It's not about the people at the very, very top. It's about the people at the bottom of the call sheet who are not even credited with a name. You know, like they deserve, they deserve to be paid. So we will, we will continue to stand in support of them for as long mm-hmm. as it happens. Um, but yeah. Sad it's still going on. But God, hopefully man. One it's, day. Just, it's not I difficult, I don't think. You would think that at some point, at some point, it'll like it'll just get to be too much. I would think for the studios, like hopefully, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. It's I don't know. Maybe the the government's gonna step in eventually or something. I don't know. I don't think yeah, they will. Like, I don't think they will. Yeah, so, yeah like, they just, probably don't care. Yeah, uh, it's a bad. It's 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 in a bad way right now. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, regardless, I hope shit resolves, and I hope that the writers and actors get what they want. More than anything, I don't want them to settle. Um, I want them to get what they're asking for. So mm-hmm. with that, I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. And remember, peace, love, and bloom. And that's Jamie fucking Lannister.